Lewis, are we on? We're on. Hot dog. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to inside <laughs> Middle Tennessee as we kind of look at a few technical glitches. We've got a room full today. Got all kind of people out here on a great Friday afternoon. There's all kind of stuff that's going on. Except, it is, except it's the morning. It might be morning. That's right. You're right. <laughs> Right, we're all we're already talking about stuff and messing off air and kind of messing up stuff. But this good Friday morning, nevertheless, we've got Lou Maddox on the board. I'm Jim Ross. We've got uh, I say coaches out there in the hallway at the moment. We've got Sarah Elizabeth and Sheila Hickman, and we've got a special guest with us. I say a special guest, a special regular guest. We've already announced you, so oh yes, I had to take a call from my boss. You know, when she calls, you got to. Yeah, yeah, most of the time. Yes. Who all you got in here today? I got a crew today. You do have a crew today. And they're all personal friends. <laughs> <laughs> Known them for a long time? They're all yes. graduates of Central High School, and they have all been very, very successful. Yeah, you know, because all that paddling they did on them when they were growing <laughs> up, you know. <laughs> well, um, we have Kyle Cheek with the Murray County Sheriff's Department with us this morning. Uh, he's known me my entire life. So. You know, I'm kind of disappointed he's not wearing his big orange T-shirt with the big power T on the front he usually of it. Wears if they it. would let me wear that on Comfort Friday at the Church Department, I would be proud to wear my power T. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, Kyle, what you got going on? You got something going on? I've got a couple friends here today. I've got Joe Foster and Danny Fleming of Foster Party of Eight, and we have a exciting show going on tomorrow night. Uh, Joe reached out to me uh, last year, and uh, or no, it's two years ago. Two years ago, and was his daughter had an idea of supporting shop with a cop. So Foster Party Eight show is unbelievable, and he says, "Hey, man, we would like my daughter had this idea that we would like to support our sheriff's department shop with a cop." And then Joe reached out to me, and it's been a great partnership ever since. Joe, would you like to tell them a little bit about Foster Party 8 and what we're expecting tomorrow night? Sure. Um, tomorrow night you're going to see a, a really nice show. It's going to be at um, Pleasant Heights Baptist Church. starts at 7 o'clock. Um, with, our, <laughs> with our group, first of all, we, we have a lot of fun, but... Uh, the music tomorrow tomorrow night is going to be really nice. Um, all Christmas music, uh, the title of the shows, one Christmas evening, room for one more. Um, some of the arrangements are original arrangements that we've written, and then there's some really just really good. If you like Oh Holy Night, if you like Mary Did You Know, you're going to hear some really cool music. But we do we do this show. Every Christmas, and for the last two or three years, uh, the proceeds from it go to Shot With a Cop program to help kids have a Christmas that they might not have. But um, if you like stage lighting and you like a really cool show, I think you'll like it. Even this year, in our, you know, we have a wind section. We have uh, brass woodwinds. But even this year... We've got a harp on the stage. A harp, oh, I love our harp. Yes. So that'll yeah. be that'll be really cool. And she's going to do a, a solo on one song. Um, it might be uh, "What Child Is This." So it's oh. going to be going to be a pretty good show. So what time does it start? What start, time is the door open? The doors open at six. Okay. Um, 
show starts at 7. Okay. Are tickets available at the door? Tickets are available on eventbrite.com, or they'll be available at the door. Okay. And, and the price is? And the price is $12. Hey, Joe, I've got a question for you. How in the an world did y'all come up with the name? Okay, here we go. <laughs> so we've been a group for about 12 years. And it all started, there was some of us, Danny and I were sitting around, we were talking. We had never, we had played a lot, but we had never got to play a group of us together. So it was, um, it was me and Danny, Hodge, uh, Pamela Joe, Tim Legg, Dana. Dana Clark. See, I have to look at Danny because he's the memory, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, so... Marla Grosco, yeah, and uh, Terry Edwards. Was it Terry or? Well, it started out with Terry, and uh, due to illness, uh, Terry had stepped out. That's right. And we brought Michael in. Michael Collins, yeah. So we uh, we had a meeting to talk about. We wanted to go do one show, and we were going to do it in the backyard at Buckhead. <laughs> and so we went out to uh, stands to meet and just talk about what we were going to do. And so I went up to the lady, and she said, you know, how many? Well, she said name. And I said, Foster. And she said, how many? And I said, eight. So a few minutes later, Foster, party of eight. There's the name. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> so now we've grown to from eight, because we added uh, winds and strings and stuff. So uh, Saturday night, you'll see, I think, 24 on stage. So closer party Lord. of 24. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've got a dry race board at the door. So our, get on the microphone. However many band people show up. However many band people show up, we've got a dry race board, and we'll just put it. So foster party <laughs> up until then. Do you have a particular musical style when it's just eight or – I mean, do y'all lean into bluegrass, do you lean into country, you lean into pop, you lean into we do, oldies? Yeah, we do theme shows through the year, and, and we can do you know, a smaller show where it's just the, the core group, guitars, bass, drums, and vocals. But we do theme shows a lot, like we do a, a Journey of Gospel Music show where it's all gospel music. And then we'll do shows during the year. Uh, we'll play Journey, uh, Bob Seger, and then we'll play some country uh, not really much bluegrass, you know, because my brother takes care of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He does a good job of it too. You know, but uh, we have a pretty good spectrum of, of music, and uh, uh, a lot of those things I have to write the arrangements. But I think probably one of the coolest songs we've done is "Stairway to Heaven." When you do that with strings and, and winds, it's oh, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, Kyle, talk to us about Shop with the Cop. Yeah. Oh, man, that is the most wonderful, heartwarming event. That, Gratifying? Oh, it's unbelievable. Boy, um, most people don't know it's happening, and there's like a swarm of cop cars at it, Walmart, and there's something always on Facebook. What is happening at Walmart? It, <laughs> it's um, it, We make a day of it, uh, or a half a day of it for the most part. We always do it on the Friday that the kids get out of school a half a day. Uh, we actually physically take kids from every elementary and middle school in the in the county. We don't take high school kids because sometimes they get a little embarrassed um, 
mm-hmm. being out in public at 15 to 17 years old. So we do provide a gift card to a couple students for each high school in the county. Uh, but we physically take um, about 45 to 50 kids the Friday. The, the um, You have a school bus? <laughs> well, we actually we put them in the officers' cars, and uh, and it's a, it's a day event. We actually take them, and, and um, we show a movie to them and have refreshments. Then we go shopping at Walmart, and then we have a host of L's. Thank goodness to Sandra Martin. She... Uh, she organizes our elves. They come to the schools and wrap all the gifts for the kids. So when the kids go home, they go home with wrapped gifts. And I would fair to say that some of them probably get opened as soon as they get home with those <laughs> gifts. But, you know, it is awesome. And, and it's unbelievable. Over the years, we've been doing this probably t- a little over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And some of the gifts that these kids get, because they're, we only put a few parameters on what they can and can't get, um, but I've seen kids go in and buy something for every single person in their home. I've seen them buy dog bones for their dogs. <laughs> I've seen one kid one time, he bought, he had a fascination with hunting. Him and, him and his grandfather constantly went hunting, and he bought a bag of deer feed. So it... You wouldn't think, and a lot of us take this for granted of when we have stuff every single day. And, I mean, to some kids, to mine too, Christmas comes year-round. Yeah. To a lot of these kids, it comes around once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know everybody in this room remembers a day where you used to get tennis shoes two times a year <laughs> when school started and usually at Christmas. That I mean, that was just it. Well, being able to... You know, put in all this time and effort to help out these kids in the community that are less fortunate. It's, it's a, uh, it warms your heart. I think the thing I find really interesting about that is that how many of these kids who have most of them who have nothing, they're not buying for themselves. No, Kiwanis helps wrap those gifts, and it's amazing how many they've bought something for their mother or their sister or uh, hmm. a very selfless choice. Well, it, people have no idea of the need in our country right now. Uh, or we, the need in the community. And the need in the community, and, and it's it's huge. Uh, we literally, uh, some of it's kind of hard. I mean, I had one time that we, that uh, my, my wife helped shop with a young lady that was a middle school student, and she was a little embarrassed to come to the checkout because she had bought some young lady garments and she didn't want the other officers to see it. So my wife told everybody to move away from the register where they could come through the register. Well, the, on shop with a cop, the little girl bought a bra. Well, and the reason she bought one, because her and her mama had been sharing the one bra that they had. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So nobody in there in, would ever think that in a family of a couple uh Yeah. Women and we have kids that we had a kid earlier this year um, that was sharing a pair of shoes with their father. Their father worked midnights and he would wear the shoes to work. And when he would get home, she would wear the same pair of tens, <laughs> size ten. She would put tissue in the shoes to wear the same shoes to school. Well, all that does is just point out exactly how important what y'all are doing is. Yes. 
for everybody. And 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 we try to help the community year round. It's it's unbelievable of the community support. And I keep telling everybody, every time that that we're blessing other people, the good Lord finds a way to bless us. I mean, I've had people reach out. How can I help? How can I help? It's I mean, it's unreal. The our community, Columbia, is uh, not just Columbia. Our whole Murray County community. Let me take that back. Our whole Murray County community supports our SROs and our causes throughout the year because they see the good work that we're doing for the county. And and you know, we do it with our rodeo in in, in July. But it's it's unbelievable. And and I'll I'll say this. People like Joe had opened up and says, hey, I would like to support your cause. When they see the good work you're doing and the good, the good Lord puts people in our lives to help to us do the work that we're doing, mm-hmm. I'll say that. And back to the Foster Party 8, uh, Kalioka um, Choir Group is actually participating. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if I can say this, but <laughs> Central High School's Drumline yes. It's actually in this program oh, too. Well, that, that's yes. worth the ticket alone. <laughs> I mean, so it's a uh, it's unbelievable. Um, if if you've never been, it's it will make the hair stand up on your arms. I promise you. Oh, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, Joe. I bet y'all have a lot of fun doing it too. Well, you know, this person next to me, Danny <laughs> Fleming. When we get in one room, it's over. <laughs> but now we have. You know, you can imagine with 24 people rehearsing, we have a lot of fun. And we always say that, you know, the day we're not having fun is the day we're just going to stop. 24 people sounds like you're herding cats. Well, sometimes <laughs> it might sound like that. but <laughs> well, they, are, they are mostly folks that have been through the band program. Yeah, and actually the in the wind section in this show, there's uh, five band directors and two music educators. Let's see. Uh, Blair Booth and Hallie Booth are graduates of mm-hmm. Central. Um, Marion Brown, the wife of yeah. the, Philip, Philip, is, Philip right, yeah. is playing with us. Um, uh, who else? I can't. Ken. Yeah, Ken Cathy. Yeah. Cathy's. Yeah. Um, I, I wish there were some way to know how far-reaching the band program has been. That's oh, I know. There, of all the things that's yeah. done at Central High School, that has reached more children who have turned out to be band directors and professional musicians. That program and its discipline... <laughs> band is, people don't go to jail. <laughs> no, they do not, because they the discipline that is planted in them will follow them I still make a list when I'm going to travel because Mr. Tucker said, write down what's supposed to be in that hat box and you won't leave it at home. <laughs> All right, let's give All the parameters yeah. because we so got to sum pra- it up. Yeah, so sum it up. Foster party of eight, one Christmas evening, room for one more, um, with the eclipse from Cullioca um, School and uh, Columbia Central High School drumline tomorrow night at Pleasant Heights. Baptist Church, and that's at 2712 Trotwood Avenue. Doors it's open at 6. Doors open at 6. Concert at 7. Tickets are on Eventbrite or at the door, and it's $12, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it proceeds benefit the Murray County uh, School Resource Officers Shop with a Cop program. Good deal, folks. Thanks for coming in. We need to pay for a few uh, bills, and we'll be right back <laughs> with Inside Middle Tennessee. 
This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at GarbageManInc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
the old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, are we back there? Just tell me when. Right now. <laughs> Again, we're kind of having communication with the board. We're, we're still learning this new board. I mean, yeah, we, it's only been here a few months. That's so true. We're still learning the board, and it's touchscreen. How modern. And we got all this cool background music going on, too. Yeah, we did good with that this morning. So, well, so I brought a, a live history I'll say moment. we got a living history A moment. living history moment. So... Uh, my friend Shane Petty um, contacted me and asked if he could come in, and um, he, he's he got quite a story himself. Um, I knew him when I was younger as a ranger at the Henry Horton State Park for a very long time, um, and uh, he worked up the ranks there at the park, um, and he's now retired from the Tennessee Park System. And retired. Now he retired. He's way too young to retire. But he's working for the emergency management for oh, okay. County. Now. All right. Well, good. So, yeah. <laughs> so Shane, you know, tell us about um, your new book, "So God Made Rangers," and how you came about writing it, and sure, all that. sure. Um, part of my job, I was actually for the last twenty five years, I retired as the chief ranger for the whole state. So my job was to uh, um, hire every ranger and train them. And then I was overall in mercy operations, so whether that was horse-mounted, but most of that included wildland firefighting and search and rescue, which was kind of our big one. Now, mm-hmm. Shane, this is rangers over the state park system, over, or does it include the federal also? Well, I was just <laughs> over the state park system. Okay. However, there's a big section in that book where we did a lot of search and rescues in the Smokies. Yeah. When they would have a search that would go over a day or two, and they're like anybody, they would be limited on manpower, they would call us in. So I've been on several multiple 
multiple day searches in the Smokies. What's the longest one it took? Uh, my last search in that book was my last search I ever did. It was 417 days. Good Lord. I'm I'm very proud. Of course, it was a deceased individual. Yeah. But it was at Cummins Falls. It was my last search, and it is tremendous. We used every resource available almost at the right time, and it's uh, unbelievable of the technology that is out there today that helped us find them. But they were found, finally. Yes, 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 after 417 Mm -hmm. days, so... It, it That's was, a long, was, a long time. I, I put in a lot of sleepless hours mm-hmm. on that one. Yes, yes. So, and you did mounted, you do mounted searches. I, I was over the mounted patrol uh, for 25 years, and so we did a lot of mounted searches uh, um, uh, within the park system. And and when it, if any city or county uh, did, as, um, you know, one of my first books was my canine book, and most of those canines, you know, I used them or started the program to find a little lost kid that we found in the Smokies. And then I ended up doing tons of criminal searches here in Murray County. You know, never mm-hmm. intended for that to be the no. direction, but it. I had a resource that the community could use, and I would come running. So, do you still have bloodhounds? That- well, in this new role, I have been so welcome. I've been away from Murray County for thirty-five years, just just over in Marshall County. Mm-hmm. But this is still home. Mom still lives here. So I joined the Office of Emergency Management because I was a volunteer anyway. And they said, if you're going to hang around here in the office, we might as well put you on the payroll. <laughs> so everywhere I've gone, I've got to see folks I haven't seen in years. And everyone says, Shane, you're going to get a dog, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So I had to get a dog. <laughs> oh, I'm a little too old to be running behind a bloodhound, but I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's wonderful. So. Yes. We we will have and, and we've already got several folks that volunteer with OEM mm-hmm. uh, now with them and so uh, I'll be up and operational pretty soon. That's so cool. He's gonna let the younger people run behind that. Yes, <laughs> yes, I have yeah. already recruited as he several. rides his four wheeler. <laughs> yes, yes, or his ATV. <laughs> well, I'm pushing the boss to uh, with Mule Day. It'd be great to have a mule on search and rescue. In oh, yes. Well, well, here you get one that's amenable to this. Yes. Yes, yes, ma'am. We had one Many that was not. not. Yes. yes. Um, but mules are good, sturdy trail Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Mounts. Yes. So. Yes. Well. Um, we threw them off track. We did. We, did. Not, we always okay. do that. We always do that. So, in the book, um, I haven't read it yet. I apologize. <laughs> but, um you want to talk about some of the stories you talk about in well, there? Well, the, there are several great, fantastic stories. Unfortunately, within our lot of work in emergency management, there are a lot of fatalities. That, mm-hmm. But um, um, I, I write them uh, so we learn from them and try to mitigate and prepare. Um, but several of them, my, my inspiration to the book was a young lady that I was on the rescue with in 1997 at Fall Creek Falls. She was about four miles down the gorge and had uh, was rock climbing and fell and Oof. about ninety five percent amputated her leg. Oof. And it took us four hours to carry her out. And we stopped three. I stopped three times uh, to do CPR. I said, "Guys, I can't get a blood pressure on her mm-hmm. uh, or any vitals." And every time I would do that, she'd open her eyes and look at me, mm-hmm. and she would say, "It's my birthday," and I'd sing her "Happy Birthday," and we keep carrying her out. When we put her in the helicopter, you know, they said she didn't make it. And they called us that night and said she's in surgery in the hospital. 
And a couple of years ago, I reunited with her to get her permission to write the book. Mm -hmm. But it was so interesting. We met at a uh, restaurant, and we would swap stories Mm -hmm. just as I didn't really. She said, do you remember singing Happy Birthday? Oh. I said, I was a professional. I would not have done that. And then (laughs) the light bulb went on. I said, you know what? I do remember that Mm -hmm. now. And I had forgotten that. Mm -hmm. She and I had become really good friends. And I actually drug her for the last two years all across the state speaking. Because I realized it was, it was, I wanted to inspire my my young rangers. Oh, yes. Because I was right in the, with Danny Fleming, I was right in the middle of his EMT school. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, there was nothing in the EMT book that prepared me for that. No, real life experiences do not. Absolutely. If you go to school and you get out in the field, nothing prepares you. Yeah, school, to, yes. school prepares you with the tools, but it does not prepare you for the real life experiences. You know, the you best know. line I ever heard at a graduation speech was, your education is just now beginning. Oh, absolutely. How true. How true. Yes. And that applies across the fields, it doesn't it? It absolutely does. So these books are, those are my education. You know, I really wrote them. For my grandkids, I have nine, and I wanted them to think I was kind of cool at one time. <laughs> so maybe one day they will. Sorry, Granddad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we have several. You know, there's a young man that uh, was lost in the Smokies for five days. He was a nine-year-old, and I was on the team that found him and got to carry him out with on our back, and that was in 1994. Mm-hmm. And so... And I'm still friends with him. I got to meet up with him a couple of years ago and interview, re-interview him for the book. I can't imagine being lost in the smoke now. Oh, uh, man. It, it, it was it depends amazing. on time of year, too. Yeah, it, yes, year. it was in March in the Cleanland's Dome. So oh, it was mercy. really cold. Windy. He, he would not have survived another day if we hadn't have found him. He was pretty hypothermic. So mm-hmm. that was a very good success story that we had. Yeah. Even going back in the woods when I used to hunt back in the day i would get kind of creeped out a little bit being back up in the Stay woods on so. the path. yeah yes ma'am yes ma'am <laughs> that applies to many cases doesn't it if you stay on the path but part of the book um you know on the front page you know a lot of it has to do with tennessee highway patrol i worked with them tremendously mm-hmm. with their aviation section and something that um the big push on this book is um uh, August the 22nd, 23rd, excuse me, of 2022, they had uh, uh, one of their sergeants die in uh, Chattanooga, close to Chattanooga, in a mm-hmm. uh, helicopter crash. And he was a very good friend of mine and colleague. And so when I wrote the book, the uh, all the proceeds go to his two kids' college fund. They're around, I think, two and six years of age. And last year I went to uh, the Tennessee Highway Patrol does a uh, – memorial every year and you know it was pretty it was pretty emotional to see the helicopters fly over and lee wasn't in there but it was tougher to look at his wife and those two kids and so mm-hmm. all proceeds of these books go to their scholarship fund that's so. great that's great and where can you get the books it is on amazon okay uh so you can get it there uh i'm hoping i don't have anything worked out yet to do some book signings but we hope to be able to do that okay um so hopefully i'll get that worked out and get that information out there and so um that way we can uh, uh get some for folks so it'll be a great christmas present but the more we push out there the more we i can support his his kids and their scholarship fund shane when did your books come out you uh just about a month ago so Both of them at the well same no time? no uh, the first one lost in hound i wrote it in 2017 okay uh i had a doctor take my achilles tendon off and he said you're gonna be in the bed for about four months you better find something to do <laughs> and so that was what i found to do 
Um, so um, try to keep your try to keep it, your sanity. Try, yes, you can only watch so much Netflix during the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just wrote that book, and then over the last year of retirement, in between fishing trips, uh, I caught about two thousand fish in my. Uh, one year of retirement, <laughs> and in between the honeydew list, I tried to write write the book. <laughs> Great, yeah. So the book's called "So God Made Rangers." Mm-hmm. It's available on Amazon. So, well, I bet I, if you order today, it'll be here by Christmas. Maybe Amazon's yeah, delaying. They're Sunday. supposed to be quick. I have to congratulate Shane. He was my student, and once again, that is evidence of how we prepare people to go out in the world and i will say when he went to school we had more fun than you would believe and then we got down to business and we learned a lot because that was the old way of doing things i didn't have a computer (laughs) sheila you don't think some of that's due to eddie hickman and his paddle no well he he wasn't there no he he was there for just a brief time when i was there yeah he came in the fall of 89 to he was he, he was at whitthorn he came when they brought the ninth graders down and i was teaching and he was in, he was in the gym teaching p.e he and joe graham he said that's the best job he ever had <laughs> <laughs> i bet um, all right folks uh, you about ready to do a, yeah, uh, we'll pay some a bills? yeah we'll pay some bills and let's pay some bills we'll be right back with inside middle tennessee You are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment, Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee. We're going to get this figured out before it's all over. It's okay. Yeah, you know, it's going to take a little while. I hope so. It's it's been a while since I've since I've been here. So. <laughs> We're glad to I have apologize. you though. It's about time. Well, yes. You know, Big Lou Maddox is is uh, an alum of inside middle tennessee <laughs> off at school right now but we're glad to have him back during winter break of course he's off for about three years it looks like <laughs> you know. it's like a month isn't it it's Something about like six weeks a month, yeah. and a month and a half yeah 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 i loved it because when i came home i could work and i worked and got enough money to buy my books and pay my sorority fees for and after things. five or six weeks you're kind of ready i think i need to get back to school or get ready no to- i want to be at home <laughs> but you know it, it was fun going back because you had a whole new semester, whole new classes, all new teachers. So yeah, a bit yeah, different. It's, it's fun for about ten minutes, and then you know it gets a little repetitive once again. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look at Scott. Over there. It's, called, it's called work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, well, not course, re- it's not recess. No. Yeah, Scott's got one. It's graduating this year, and then will be going oh, off to my. college. I do. So, how's senior year going? Does he have senior itis yet? Uh, no, we have scholarship itis. 
yes, yes, yes. Waiting for the uh, transfer portal. Uh, like I, memory knows my position. The transfer portal has ruined college sports. Well, we were talking about that. Yeah. Four thousand between the FBS division and Division three. There's four thousand football players that have put their name in the transfer portal looking for a better deal. I think there's fifteen hundred just in Division one. It is, um, and you've got you've got the quarterback. Yeah, every quarterback. Well, you've got the quarterback from Ohio State who was in the in the in the hunt for a national title. He's in the transfer portal. They're all looking for paydays. Right. Yeah. Because yes. because of NIL money, these top athletes are like, why would I stay here when I can put my name in the portal and get paid five or six or seven? Marvin Harrison, probably maybe the number one wide receiver in the country, and a Heisman finalist, is in the portal. He's oh, leaving Ohio gracious. State. So do that with that money. I, huh? I, I'm sorry, I'm a, a woman yes. and I pay attention to some of this, but not a lot. But what do they do with their money? Like <laughs> whatever I know they want, Scott, but. They, they don't have any restrictions. There's no, no restrictions. No restrictions on it, and, and the university pays the taxes on it. Are well, you kidding I'll me? Say. So you got an athlete, uh, and, and here's a great example, Nico Nominaleva. Yamaleava. Whatever it is. He's probably got an NIL deal that's over a million dollars from the University of Tennessee. Well over. Eight million. Eight million dollars. He really hasn't done anything for the university at all on a football team to help them win a national championship. And he could hit the transfer portal right now and leave Tennessee with his $8 million in his pocket and go get another payday somewhere else. So they're coming out of college yeah. with like NFL-grade money. Uh, they predict that Marvin Harrison, the wide receiver for Ohio State, he will command first-round money in his NIL deal with the school he lands with. All right, now it's not just a transfer portal. It's also with some of these guys coming out of high school because Tennessee just missed out on an offensive tackle uh-huh. named, I think it's Josh Seaton uh-huh. was his name, and Tennessee thought they had him with their NIL deal. Yeah. And this guy this guy is a already a offensive tackle SEC player. You can just tell it just by even just looking at him. Well, and where does he go to school? So, so he, he, Colorado. He, so here's the thing is, is high schoolers, <clears throat> if you're that top-tier high school football player, you, traditionally you would pick between the Michigans, the Ohio States, the Alabamas, the Texas, the Georgias, the, right? Yeah. But you would pick what you felt was the best fit for you. Yes. Not anymore. You basically say, here are my top five choices – how much are you going to pay me? Well, that is just... Because there is no way that kid can say that the program is in Colorado right now is better than the program at... Ohio State or, or Alabama right. or There's Georgia. There's no way. Or- so what will happen is he'll go to Colorado, he'll cash his check, he won't get to play, he'll hit the transfer portal next year and go get a big check from somewhere else. We have got to fix this in college football right now, or it's going to become nothing but free agency in college football. Because that's all it is now, it's free agency. 4,000 football players are in the transfer portal, and what happens to college seniors across the country is they're all put on hold while the shopping starts for all these athletes. And that's why Tennessee is saying contribute to the NIL fund at Tennessee. Because they got to raise funds to be able to pay these people to come to Tennessee to play football. I want you coming to I want you coming to play Tennessee at football because you like the University of Tennessee and you want to be a volunteer. Well, in the history of the program, you want to be yeah. there. Yes, you, I went to Wisconsin because it was the best fit for me. Plus, I got to play football and baseball. Mm-hmm. But if 
it, it, now, if somebody would have said, well, come play us and we'll give you a million dollars, sorry, Wisconsin, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. So I get off my, my, my soapbox. <laughs> the small, uh, the small high school, or the high school rankings are out. We finished up our state championships, so we can put another another lid on the year of high school football in Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian, who uh, Columbia Academy lost to in the semifinals, did win the state championship. Middle Tennessee Christian finished ranked number one. Friendship Christian number five. Giles County number six. Moore County number seven, and Columbia Academy finished eighth in in the mid state region in the final rankings. And a tough. In a tough yeah. category. And, and I'll tell you what, um, things are looking very good for the Bulldogs. Look for them to repeat the semifinals next year, if not win at all. Okay. They're, they're that good of a football team. Well, and congrats to a young man who's only a sophomore. Daniel, yeah. Daniel Sapicki yeah. that made all region yeah, as Dan- a sophomore. Daniel That's made pretty all rare. Awesome. As a sophomore. First team. Gabriel made first team all region. So we're hoping uh, we got our fingers crossed for possibly a, a all state for one of them. We'll see what happens. Good. Um, Page finished number four in the large schools. And then as we shift to college, bowl season is here. Did you guys know that? Yeah, bowl. Yeah, bowl. <laughs> it's time it to starts, bowl. It starts Saturday, believe it or not. Uh, next Saturday. I'm sorry, next Saturday. Uh, in the Liberty Bowl, Memphis gets a home game. Believe it or not, Memphis gets a home game against Iowa State. Look for Memphis to win again and win 10, 10 wins again this year. Memphis is a heck of a program. Uh, Music City Bowl, which is important to us because we can possibly go see it. Auburn will be taking on Maryland. Pause for Dion. Uh. There you go. Okay. Uh, in the Citrus Bowl, uh, our volunteers will take on number 17, Iowa. And that's going to be an interesting football game. You have a an Iowa football team that probably has one of the best defenses in the country. And one of the worst offenses. One of the worst offenses. <laughs> against Tennessee, who has a very high, quote-unquote, high-powered offense, can they figure out how to penetrate the Iowa Hawkeyes defense could be a very interesting football game for the Vols. Isn't it the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl? If they score one time, they'll probably win 7-3. to three. Actually, <laughs> and, and, and that's the truth. Or yeah. a field goal might win it, right? Because Iowa just can't score. I mean, they've got so many injuries on offense. But their defense, if you want to watch a great football game, football team on defense, watch this Tennessee football game and this bowl game. You will see a, a battle – that the volunteers are going to have to capitalize. If they get on the other side of the football field, they got to score. Scott, we'll talk about odds as as the weeks uh, go on leading up to the bowl, but it's going to be real interesting to see what the over and under is on that game. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you're probably we talking, need to bring Ellie the Greek in on this. Uh, we do need to bring I mean, Ellie. Honestly, with Vegas odds, I'll bet it's not going to be over 22, 23 points. There's just no way because the defense is – I mean, the defense is just too good. But uh, – uh, the biggest, the biggest, <laughs> I know Coach Dickinson's out there in the hallway, but the biggest crime that was committed in college football, <laughs> the biggest crime was Alabama making the Final Four in the yeah. SEC, in, in, in the in the college football championship. They did not deserve because let's let's remember, folks, a week ago it took a miracle on the plains for <laughs> Alabama to beat Auburn, a miracle, and the and the college football committee overlook that miracle win and they had to figure out a way to beat South Florida on the road. And this team is playing in number four. I feel sorry for those kids at Florida State. They did everything they were supposed to do. They won every game they played. Mm-hmm. Well they I did. feel sorry for Georgia. And Georgia and how about this? Ohio State lost one game to now the number one team in the country, Michigan, by less than a touchdown. If there was ever a screaming for a twelve team playoff it is this year, and, and we're getting it. So next year we're going to get it. Let's just let's just bear it for one more year. Although uh, I did 
I, I disagree with you, Scott. I, I mm-hmm. did think that that Alabama should have been in there. I think they got the four best teams. Um, you know, one of the criteria is if if you if you if you lose a star player, a coach, mm-hmm. that goes into uh, the decision to put you in. And I just don't think Florida State would have been able to compete. By the way, that is in the CFP recommendations, yes. written recommendations. Thankfully, they didn't adhere to that when Ohio State had Cardell Williams quarterbacking for them, who came off the bench to win a, st- a national championship for. Them. So mm-hmm. thankfully for Ohio State, they overlooked that that shortcoming and believed in the team. Yep. So I I hear what you're saying. I think the college football uh, they use it as as, as a crutch. But I agree. Mm-hmm. Why would they put TCU in last year? Why would they put Cincinnati in a few years ago if they want the best teams? They I think they finally got it right. It could but be. But they've been inconsistent. I agree. It, with I would that. guarantee you, you'd be saying something differently if your name was on the Florida State roster right now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, true. And by the way, also. If, if Tennessee would have gotten robbed, we'd be screaming from the rafters to the General Assembly to craft legislation to right this injustice. Scott, I was thinking about something you've said often with the SEC championship game where, where Georgia loses to Alabama. You've always said that if there's two heavyweights getting a ring, he who makes the least mistakes yeah. is probably going to win. And Georgia made two critical mistakes. Mm-hmm. They yeah. had a they were lined up for a field goal and got a false start and went back five yards and the guy wound up hitting the upright yeah. with it. If he was five yards closer, that would have gone in. There's your three-point swing. And the other time, they turned the ball over deep in their own territory. And that was the only turnover of the game. And Alabama kicks a field goal. And, of course, they wind up winning by three. So. Well, one of the, and this is, this is the hypocrisy, in my opinion, of the College Football Selection Committee. And able to justify Alabama, they had to promote t- Texas. Because yep. Texas beat Alabama head-to-head. Yep. So they had to figure out a way to get Alabama in there. But the only way they could do that was they had to promote Texas ahead of Alabama so that they could say, oh, no, 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 hold on, hold on. The team who beat Alabama is in the college football. So it's, there's a lot of politics going on here, and it comes down to this, TV revenue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, know yes. that if Big Michigan TV played revenue. Florida State, they would probably blow them out, which means to those advertisers, they're not getting their bang for the buck. Now you've got the arch enemy. You've got the in, – in wrestling, right? <laughs> WWF rest, WWE yeah. wrestling? you got to have the, 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 the bad guy, right? Yes. And the bad guy is Alabama this year. And can the three teams gang up and figure out a way to beat Alabama and break this streak of the SEC? It's great. It's great TV, right? It's great TV. Uh, by the way, there is NFL, by the way, if, if we care about that with the Titans still. Uh, they were able to snatch uh, a defeat from the jaws of victory again. <laughs> I'm sorry to say I wasted my time watching that game. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I punted for four years at Wisconsin. I never had one punt blocked. The first one was on the blocking scheme, right? The second one was on the punter because you see the whole field, and when you look and see that guy coming like that, you know you got to get it off quick, and he didn't adjust. And so, now he's done for the year. And now he's done for the year. So shame on the Titans for the way they're playing. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> we digress. Um, well, they got the special teams <laughs> yeah, fired coach him. fired. Well, there are yeah. some actually there are some really good NFL games. They just don't involve the Titans this week. <laughs> uh, the, the Eagles, the Eagles who are reeling, will be taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. So look for a great football game there. And then the other big one here is um, the Bills will travel to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs to see if they can give them two losses in a row. 
which hasn't happened in a long time. And then uh, two of my favorite teams, the Lions, who look like they're just got the best defense in the league, Fun are going to be, gonna be taking on the Bears. And then the the trade of the year was Chase Young going to the 49ers, and you got uh, Bosa and Chase Young, and they've gotten the last three games since Chase Young has joined the 49ers, 15 sacks. 15 sacks. So, a lot, game, so yeah. I mean, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of excitement going on. But congratulations to all the teams out there, all the players in high school football. It goes by quick, right? It and just it goes by quick. We'll see if the Titans can get it done Monday night in Miami. Oof. It'll be tough, but Good luck. <laughs> I'll still be watching. It. Take the Dolphins in the cover. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, but uh, and the question we're going to start asking ourselves is: Is Vrabel the right guy? Yes. Is Vrabel the right guy? Because we're getting into this. Steve Fisher, right? Steve Fisher? Jeff Fisher. Jeff, Jeff Fisher, Fisher yeah. Jeff Fisher, this 8-8, eight and eight, you know, kind of 500. I mean, that's not what, well, the 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 auspice for building a new stadium in Nashville yeah, I don't agree what, was to not host a Super Bowl, was to be playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So um, I, th- I think it's more, more a, a, a previous administration, John Robinson. The, the yeah. general manager was uh, mm-hmm. not very good. Uh, he wasn't good in the draft. Him. No, he was terrible in the draft. Traded away all of our all of our weapons, and um, I think Vrabel has now been stuck to deal with it. I think he's still the guy. You know. So here here's the first pick, guys. We'll go around the room real quick. The kickoff Saturday, December sixteenth, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. <laughs> the Myrtle Beach Bowl in Conway, Ooh. South Carolina. That's where, that's where Delk has run one of his uh, 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 homes. He has he owns many homes across the country. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Trump. Uh, 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 depending on where he wants to vote, that's where he says his residency is. Okay. Uh, Georgia Southern will be taking on the Ohio Bobcats. I would say Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Well, we'll always vote for the South. Wow, there you go. Bring politics Homes. into Virginia. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Delk, what do you think? Georgia Southern or Ohio? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm always going to be for the Southern team. There you go. <laughs> Georgia Southern. I'll go it's, Southern, too. Yeah, i got to go Georgia Southern this one, too. So. <laughs> but uh, that's the wrap-up on sports. High school basketball going on right now. Get out. Get out. And attend a high school basketball game. Oh, it's game. electric. And, and yell and scream and yes. cheer. And remember the days when you were a high schooler and that was the coolest thing to do was to go into the student section and act, act the fool. Or unless you had to have Eddie Hickman sit with the student section. Sometimes they had to sit with them like getting surrounded. That's okay. And the referee would make Daddy sit with the student okay. section. That was so That's funny. okay. <laughs> and so. I love it when those when students say if there's a ball game, we're gonna be there tonight and they come in mass. Thirty one days, uh General Selmy will be back in session, so everybody buckle up. <laughs> And it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a, a it's gonna be a rough ride this this coming Boy, if y'all y'all if y'all had one more issue you'd have a lot to do. Oh baby, <laughs> you ain't kidding. It will not be boring. Folks. Scott, no. when do scholarship offers start uh, going out? Transfer so portals opened up for the next two weeks for all the uh, high, for all of the college football players. Like I said, over four thousand in the mm-hmm. portal. Great. So this is the uh, proverbial shopping list for all of the c- colleges trying to fill w- what spots they have. They will fill these. They will fill their spots with the uh, with the college kids first, and then whatever's left over, they'll start looking at the, at the high school kids. So we're just with with my son and other sons. You're just waiting. You're waiting, right? And then you get into January. And-